0: Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by CapShow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use CapShow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to Episode 80 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about equipping and inspiring you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. In this episode, we've got Dr. Phil Carson, he is the the co-host, no, he's the host of his show, Carson Natural, because Dr. Phil is an expert on natural remedies, natural healing, and just having a healthy life uh, till the day you die. And so we've got him on our show. And he's going to be talking to us about not so much his business, but actually the journey he went through to get to where he is today. So there was a time when he started a business and then it fell through and what he did to get back onto his feet, get back into business. And then he did something neat and you just got to listen to hear the story. So we got a story about a guy who had a business. It was his dream business. It failed. He had to get a job and then he got to leave that job for another business. And then he got to leave that business to restore the dream business. So check it out. Here we go. Now. All right, welcome back to Beyond the Rut, Brandon. How why are you running away from your mic? <laughs> Get back over. I need there. a wireless mic. <laughs> Get one of those boom mics for you. There you go. I can wander around the room. <laughs> awesome. So, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest who is in uh, Mississippi on his way to a birthday party in Oxford, Mississippi. Mississippi. We have Dr. Phil with us, and and that's huge because he has his own
1: TV show. He's writing books. He's friends with Oprah. And <laughs> I, I may not
0: have read the show notes I, right. I can't remember. I think you should have done your homework. We got a different Dr. Phil.
1: Ah, we got Dr. <laughs> Phil Carson. How's it going, Phil? Hey, it's going great,
2: guys. Uh, so happy to be on your show today. I really appreciate the, the invitation, and it's an honor to be with you all today.
1: I'm sure you've never heard the Dr. Phil joke at all.
2: Uh, I don't know. I, I, I may have. I've heard a few here and
1: there. <laughs> I, I was telling Jerry, I said, it. it there, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, the other guy, Dr. Phil, I, I'm sick of hearing about that guy already. But you do something completely different, which is why we wanted you on the show and to learn more about you and like, like people know that are no, regulars listening to this show. We want to talk to people who have a great story that, that share that story and how they got out of uh, a rut or maybe many ruts or, or continually getting out of ruts and just share a little bit about, uh, how you got from, uh, point A to point B and maybe jumped in a few along the line and, and hopefully help somebody avoid a couple of those ruts. And,
0: oh yeah. And before we get into all that, I love kicking our episodes off with a little icebreaker game. It's a game I call, uh, Six Degrees of Separation, Fact or Fiction. And uh, so, Phil, have you heard us on any of our episodes do this yet? Uh,
2: I have, uh, I have not. No, this all is, right. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this. This is awesome.
0: You are in <laughs> for a treat. So the, uh, the Six Degrees of Separation part is where you will tell us and everyone listening how you are connected to Renee Zellweger. And then after that, the fact or fiction part is Brandon has to guess if what you just told us is fact or fiction. And then if he is right, he will be on a uh hopefully a three week winning streak. That is, yeah. I don't I don't remember how you did on the last episode. We, oh yeah, you, you got the last one right. Yeah, so it'll be a two one. week winning streak. She was a terrible liar, so she just fessed up. Kind of so you're just like, That's fact, you don't know her. And she froze. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so here we go. You ready? I'm ready. All right. So how are you connected with Renee Zellweger within six degrees?
2: Well, um, her first husband, well, maybe it was his first husband, it may have been her second or third. I don't know how many she's had. But uh, anyway, um, one of those husbands uh, lived across the street uh, from uh, my best friend uh, that I grew up with. And uh, he lives in Nashville, Tennessee now. Uh, and uh, he lived across the street from, uh, from my best friend.
1: Mm, I'm going to I'm going to have to say fiction. Only because well, I don't think she's been married <laughs> before, but I don't know for sure. <laughs> uh
2: yes, uh she has been married before. And um <clears throat> but um uh, it's uh uh it's a fact.
0: Wow. <laughs> You lose, Brandon. I was like,
1: "Wait a minute! I, I wanted to say she had, but I wasn't sure, so
2: I questioned if, uh, myself." If, yeah, if I remember correctly, I think her and a guy named Kenny Chesney got married uh, several years ago, but it didn't last long.
0: That's right. <laughs> That's right. Now, if are you still in touch with Kenny, and are he and Renee on good terms?
2: And not that I know of.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, I thought for well, a there moment there go. we had our shot at getting her on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Like, that might not be the path. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for indulging me on that one, Phil. And Brandon, take us away.
1: Well, well, Phil, what what I love about your story, and we were sharing a little bit before we started the uh, actual episode, was, was you were talking about how you have, have bounced – a few times so uh, you know you've built Mm -hmm. a lot back you've not necessarily had that straight path to success but the the key to it is you've just never stopped you kept rebuilding so tell us a little bit about uh where you came from where you started and uh in a very famous town but uh tell us a little bit about how you got started in the business that you're in now and what it is that you do now
2: all right all right well i uh I was born in Tupelo, Mississippi. I've lived around the Tupelo area all my life and um, graduated from uh, pharmacy school, Ole Miss, uh, in uh, 1985. And uh, started a career in pharmacy uh, working for a big uh, chain operation. That uh, lasted about two years. The stress was about to kill me. (laughs) And uh, so uh, I I had to get out of that chain environment. And I went to work for a small independent operation uh, and that uh, uh, that helped a whole lot uh, with the stress. But uh, the stress, you know, was still uh, still a lot of stress with uh, uh, managing a pharmacy, uh, young family, uh, uh, trying to pay off school loans, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, a lot of uh, a lot of stress there. Well, uh, the guy I was working for uh, decided uh, that he wanted to sell. Uh, he wanted me to buy his uh, his stores but uh i wasn't interested at the time so he ended up selling to someone else uh and and the new owner and i uh didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things and so i ended up leaving and opening up my own store uh own pharmacy in 1999 and over a 10-year period uh that operation really grew and expanded and i ended up having to open up another location so i had two locations but in um In 2009, 2008, 2009, with the downturn of the economy, uh, I became uh, uh, a casualty of that downturn in the recession that we experienced uh, back at that time and ended ended up losing uh, everything Mm. and uh, had to find a job, go to work for somebody else. I was no longer uh, an entrepreneur, no longer a business owner.
1: Now, Uh, at this time, how old are you and, and how big's your family at the time?
2: that time um i was 49 years old that's and, a pretty uh,
1: scary time to lose everything
2: <clears throat> oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah i tell people december 31st 2009 uh i locked the door on my dream oh. i locked the door i locked the door to, the, to that uh, second operation that i had opened up i had already previously closed the first one and uh, i had to lock the door on the second one december 31st 2009 <sighs> and um I thought uh, uh, the dream I had of, uh, um, of being a natural pharmacist, having a natural pharmacy operation and developing an online business, coaching, consulting uh, uh, people uh, naturally with, the, with their health issues and health problems. Um, I thought it had all died with uh, uh, with that event. Yeah, it was tough. I had two kids in college at the time. I've got five oh. children total. <laughs> uh, two of them were in college at the time, so uh, it was uh, it, it was it was tough. Uh, very very tough uh, time in our uh, in our lives.
1: I would uh, imagine it wasn't exactly tough. a happy New Year, was it?
0: Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool, it's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Capsho, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show.
2: Oh, no, <laughs> Abs- uh, absolutely not. I was uh, fortunate uh, to be able to uh, get a job, a good job, a friend of mine that I had helped out when he was in need called me one day and he said, "Hey, I I need a pharmacist for this new operation, this new company I'm working for. Can you uh, can you come to work for me?" And I said, um, "Well, sure. I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> right,
1: <exactly. laughs> I just happened to be free that day. I didn't tell you yeah, what day. Just, well, I'm still free. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Just just happen to be free.
1: I I love and, the way uh, you said that too because you said it was an event. You know, it wasn't it wasn't permanent." it wasn't you know it wasn't the end of the world it was just i'm sure that day you felt like it was but it was an event but then because you had paid it forward at some other point invested in somebody else they were now coming back and ready to invest in you that's uh, that's exactly right
2: and that's uh, you know that that's happened uh, many times over in my life and uh and i'm thankful for that um uh, i'm uh, i'm a giving uh, giving person and um uh, i love to give and um you know uh, uh if we give, the Bible says, you know, we give, we receive and uh, planting seeds, sowing seeds. Uh, there's always going to be a harvest.
0: Absolutely. And
2: uh, uh, I've been on the uh, giving end a lot of times and I've also been on the receiving end i enjoy the giving a whole lot more but it sure is, it sure is sure is great to have uh, to be uh, able to receive uh sometimes when, especially when you're in need yeah. so you
1: go to work with this friend and you start to kind of rebuild your life a little bit but then that dream was still inside of you you knew you weren't supposed to just be an employee there was more to it
2: that's exactly right and uh 2012, an opportunity presented itself. A friend of mine who had a very successful diabetes uh, supply business, he was uh, supplying uh, diabetic products to people all over the country, uh, and his business model was beginning to change. as insurance companies and that he was uh, dealing with, they were changing up the way they did business, and they wanted people to get their supplies through a pharmacy. So he came to me and he said, hey, I, I need help. I need you to help me open up a pharmacy. Will you partner with me on this and, and let's open up a pharmacy together? And uh, I said, well, you know, that I don't know that I can do that. I'd you know, love the sounds like a great opportunity, but I don't have any money. I don't <laughs> have anything. I don't th- have anything yeah. to invest. Right. And uh, he said, well, I've, I've got the money to put up for it uh, if you'll help me do this. So uh, my wife and I prayed about it. We talked about it and we said, hey, you know, what well, we got to lose. Uh, uh, you know, we, we did it. We started this operation. I worked for six months for free as uh, no no pay. So to speak, uh, as part of my uh, equity in the business and um, after six months, uh, it was doing pretty well. And I was uh, able to start drawing a partial salary at that time. And this whole time I was moonlighting doing this because it was a type of operation where it could be done at nights and on the weekend. So I would work at this other job and then go to work at night and on the weekends uh, for this new operation we were uh, trying to get going. And after a year of moonlighting and doing that, the business uh, had uh, had grown so much. It was uh, it was time for me to quit the job. I had to quit. the job. I couldn't keep doing both. It was uh, uh, it, it was killing me. So uh, I quit the job, devoted all my time to the new operation, new pharmacy operation, and it continued to grow and expand. And last year or actually it was the end of 2015, I made the decision that it was time for me to get out. Uh, I felt like it was time for me to start pursuing my dream again and revive my dream that I had uh, thought I had uh, had lost back in 2009. Right. And uh, so in the fall of 2015, I sold most of my shares in the company and started back pursuing my dream and and uh, doing more coaching and consulting and working the online business, uh, the Carson Natural Health and pursuing some other things as uh, as well. At the end of 2016, I sold the rest of my shares, but in the meantime, in that period uh, between completely selling out of the business, I um, opened up a, a medical center with a doctor friend of mine called the Life Transformation Medical Center. She came to me one day and she said, hey, I've been thinking about this and praying about this. I think it's time for me to do what you've been telling me to do, and I've been telling her for years that she needed to get out of the practice she was in and get out on her own because she's a... Bleeds the same way I do, uh, using natural medicine and natural therapies. And uh, she said, I'm ready to do this, but I want you to do it with me. I want us to partner together and open up a clinic. So we did. And in March of last year, the Life Transformation Medical Center was born. And uh, so uh, we're, we've been uh, pursuing that, building that, and trying to uh, develop what we call a holistic health care uh, center, providing traditional care as well as uh, natural products and natural therapies for people who are seeking that kind of help. That's, that's uh, so. such a
1: great concept too, because you go into this. I, I love the fact that you moonlighted because, you know, there's people out there that are listening to this and going, well, yeah, but I don't have the money. And, and the way you put that, you didn't have the money, but you had some skills. So you said, you know, I work for free, but that's all I've got to contribute. And sometimes that's what it yeah. takes. It's just a bunch of hard work. But then That's once right. you did that and built something up, then you, you didn't just kill your dream. You just kind of paused it for a few years until you could get back to it. And then now yeah. you're, you're starting this new clinic and, or you started the new clinic, but you don't want to just rely on the everyday, you know, let's prescribe some medicine. And I was talking to a guy about this today. He goes, I walked in, told the doctor what was wrong. He handed me a prescription. And it's like, well, you know, you need to learn something about who the patient is and what's actually going on. So I, I'm a big proponent of, you know, nutrition and there's, there's alternative ways of getting healthy, not just pills. And so now exactly. you're running this clinic where you're, you're contributing, not only uh, doing a little bit of the traditional, but trying to make it mostly holistic.
2: That's right. That's right. I'm a strong believer in what, uh, in what a lot of people call today functional medicine. Uh, And this is what I've always tried to do and what I've been doing over the past uh, several years as I transitioned from traditional pharmacy to more uh natural pharmacy. And, and that's called uh, this the functional medicine. And I've been trying to practice that or have been practicing that for some time now. And so has Dr. Washington that, uh, that I partnered with opened this clinic. But we both have been extremely limited as to what we could do in the practice settings that we were in. And now that we have our own practice setting, we have our own operation, we're not restricted and limited anymore. And, uh, and we can practice that type of medicine. And basically what functional medicine is, it helps people, just what you were just saying, get to the underlying cause, the root cause of their health problem, not just give them a prescription, uh, as a band-aid to cover up the symptoms, uh, or to give them some relief of symptoms, but actually try to find out what the root cause uh their health problem is uh, to uh, eliminate those symptoms not just relieve
1: them i would imagine my my doctors like that he the first time i met him we spent probably like two hours together and it was after the office had closed and he's just talking and asking me questions but getting to know the patient so you can treat the whole patient and i think That's sometimes right. people look at this kind of thing and say well it's a little bit of that you know hocus pocus hippie stuff it's not i just want a pill to feel better well you can get a pill to feel better but i want a doctor who shows me how i can live better live longer and take care of the whole patient it sounds like that's really where your focus is is how can you help people live better
2: absolutely right absolutely right and and you said a key word there the whole patient you know i'm a a strong believer that we are three-part beings and we're created that way body soul and spirit and uh for us to be ultimately healthy totally healthy uh, all three of our uh, components of our being have to have to be healthy and be in balance. And, uh you know, that that's something that doesn't just happen. Right. Like we have to we have to work at it. Uh, and that's one of the things we, we do is we teach people, you know, lifestyle change. Uh, we teach them, hey, there's uh, uh, there's things you you need to be doing. There's things you can do to make life better and to make things and keep things in better balance. Body, soul uh, and spirit. And right. uh, and that's kind of where the word holistic comes from, because it's uh, it's whole uh, taking care of the whole being. Right. And uh, and so that that's something that uh, we strive to do and uh, and, and make that uh, part of our practice and what we uh, uh, you know, what we're teaching people.
1: And a lot of doctors now and, and you, you just don't have the time. Because it, like you were saying earlier, the corporate setting is you kind of churn them in and out and you got to make the money and you got to see more patients, more patients. Mm-hmm. And so yep. you don't get an opportunity to ask all of those questions and find out about that stuff. You know, I tell people all the time, two people you should never lie to is your lawyer and your doctor. You know, yeah. <laughs> they need to know the truth. They're either save your life or keep you out of jail. And yeah. But most That's of us right. just walk in, you know, well, I'm having stomach problems. Okay, here's some medicine, go. But we don't mention that, oh, by the way, I'm eating junk or I smoke or I drink or I'm doing whatever. And it's like, well, if the doctor didn't know. He can only do whatever he has, whatever information you give him.
2: That's exactly right. Exactly right.
1: Yeah. And,
2: um, you know, I, I, I'm beginning to see um, in different places across the country a shift uh, in uh, with some clinicians Moving toward this, fun, uh you know, functional medicine. And I'm happy. I'm, I'm excited to see that. Uh, I, I wish w- there was more of it going on, but people get caught up in the system. And that's what basically what we have. We have a government payer and insurance payer system that everybody's caught up in and has relied on for some time. And uh, you know, the, the reimbursements are being reduced more and more every year. So it makes it harder and harder to, you know, to earn a living. Uh, you have to see more patients to be able to keep up the income. And that's, that's what's happening. It, it's a, to me, it's a broken system. You know, one of the things that uh, we're working to do is to try to uh, provide a different way outside of insurance, outside of government payers, uh, and give people the option. Hey, you know, the, the government's not going to pay for it. Their insurance company is not going to pay for it, but they can pay for it. Right. And provide them with a lot more services and a lot more. They're going to get a lot more benefit than if they just relied on what that insurance company will let them do.
1: Right. Exactly. And, and you're not just running a clinic and, and just being a pharmacist, but you're also trying to educate people. Uh, exactly. Get into a little bit about what you're doing. You're, you're also a writer and speaker and coach and, and some of the other things you do in addition to just being a pharmacist. And if-
0: the Feeling Good Podcast If I'm saying it correctly
2: Yeah The Feeling Good Fridays uh, I do a uh, Well I have a Feeling Good Podcast And also do Feeling Good Fridays uh, Facebook Live uh, It's a ah, It's yes. a Facebook Live program That I do every Friday During the Noonday Hour And all of this all, all of these programs Everything I'm doing And I just wrote a book How to Live Until You Die The Seven Keys To Living Happy Healthy, and Whole And it's all about teaching I'm a teacher at heart And I love teaching people uh, new things and teaching people things that they can do that will improve their life and help them live uh, a healthier life, a more vibrant life and in, uh, enjoy life, enjoy their family, uh, more, uh, than, uh, than what they currently are. And, uh, a lot of people, they're, they just don't know. There's certain things that they haven't been told, or haven't been taught, or maybe they've been misinformed or they've been taught the wrong thing. Um, uh, I, I love, uh, teaching people and and educating people and helping them to understand uh, the the things that they can do and a lot of people and I address this in my book. It's not as hard to live as healthy as uh, to live healthy as some people think it is. Right. Uh, and uh, the the seven keys that I go through in the book they're they're real simple and and I keep it simplistic uh, for a reason and they had to, for people to, to see and to understand that it can be done. It's not as hard uh, as people make it out to be. Sometimes
1: that's one of the reasons we wanted to have you on the show is because you can you can sense the passion. To just help people you know you you've obviously got to charge for the book or you couldn't write the book and people wouldn't you know they wouldn't print the book for you but the goal is to just get the information out there because like you said a lot of us that's the way my parents taught me or my grandparents taught me or my neighbors or whoever i've been exposed to this is just the way you live and and yeah. so we're not told an alternative way that well you can't be healthy because that costs too much money and I always like that one pops up on Facebook every once in a while, a little, uh, picture thing that says, you know, don't, don't ask why, uh, healthy food is expensive. Ask why, uh, fast food or, or bad food is so cheap. You know, think about this. You can get a burger for a dollar at, at McDonald's, but a it's, dollar? It, it's horrible for you, <laughs> you know, and, but like you said, being healthy is not that hard. <laughs> Jerry just ran out of the room to go to McDonald's, but, uh, <laughs> It's not that hard. You just need to be retrained. There's some simple things you can do. And, and and just share with us a couple of quick, easy tips that somebody could take that really require very little effort or even money.
2: Well, one of those, uh, as far as eating, as far as nutrition, I gave a good example of this on one of my Feeling Good Friday Facebook Live broadcast uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, I actually uh, made a big pot of soup uh, on the broadcast. Uh, and a pot of soup enough to serve four or five people or to get four or five servings out of this pot for around five dollars was the cost of it. <laughs> wow. And that, that's what it cost me to make that pot of soup. I, I, I went through and put each ingredient in there and, and uh, it was real simple, easy to do uh, with organic canned beans and organic canned chicken and some spices that I put in there. Uh, made it, it makes a great tasting soup. And uh, it costs about five bucks to do it. Wow. Uh, you can't get much uh, uh, cheaper
1: than that. It's about <laughs> and, a dollar and, a serving right there. Yeah, so. it is. And
2: yeah. A dollar? Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm that's back. right. Back.
2: <laughs> and, uh, and another thing I talk about in my in my book is the exercise component uh, and making exercise a, a, a routine in your life. Uh, at least five, six days a week, uh, you know, we should be getting some uh, – good exercise. And a lot of people think, well, I got to buy this expensive equipment. I have <laughs> to buy a treadmill. I have to buy, right. you know, some weights and, uh, you know, all this kind of stuff, elliptical machine. No, you don't have to have all that. That's fine. And wonderful if you can afford it buy it. uh, but what it ends up being a lot of times is an expensive clothes hanger sitting in somebody's closet, <laughs> exactly. uh, uh, or in somebody's bedroom. Uh, w- one of those elliptical machines or treadmills, there's clothes piled up all over them. I've yeah. seen that happen before in my uh, years ago in my own house.
1: I think it but, happens uh, more often than it doesn't happen. <laughs> <either>. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 But I tell people simple body exercises are just getting out and walking. Right. Uh you you can do push ups, you can do uh you know, sit ups, you can sit in a chair and do leg lifts. Uh there's <clears throat> simple things that can be done. It's just a matter of making the choice to do it.
1: Exactly. It's, it's yeah, all it. about the choice. You can, you know, we yep. all pass McDonald's. Everybody goes <clears> by it. You can either go in there or you can make the soup and, and actually save money and eat all week or, or eat a, a bigger dinner with your whole family on that kind of thing. And, and I told somebody today, it's like, you don't have to, cause I'm a runner. I said, you don't have to run. Just walk around the block at night. One block. If you'll just do That's one right. block and then maybe in a week, do two blocks and just, you know, start, do something. That's right. Don't just right. say, well, I can't. We like to say we can't. And it's like, yep. do something to get yourself a little healthier. And that's what I love about your book and, and your podcast is it's just you're focused on helping people live longer and healthier and, and not be a 60, 70, 80 year old person that's, uh, you know, in a nursing home that can't take care of themselves because you didn't take care of yourself in the first 40, 50 years. It makes it really, really difficult.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, uh, that's exactly right. And and one of the things uh, that I'd like to point out, and I was pointing this out to somebody uh, just recently, uh, is that, you know, we, we think about these things that we do for our, ourselves, our bodies, uh, you know, maybe eating healthier or maybe exercising. If we do, if it does cost some money, people think of that as cost, as an expense. But right. I think of it as an investment. Absolutely. You're inve- you're investing in your future health. You're investing in uh, a better life. Uh, down the road, better quality of life. And, uh, you know, it's not, to me, it's not so much about the quantity of life as it is the quality of life. When I get to be 70 years old or 80 years old, or if I make it to 100 years old, uh, I want to have a better quality of life. And then how I invest in my health now, it may help determine how uh what type of quality I have when I get to the uh to that older age.
1: That's so true. I, I love that. It's an investment, not a cost, because long term nursing home care is expensive. You know, you think a nice pair of tennis shoes to just walk around the block or, you know, maybe get a little bit more sleep or, or, or drink water rather than a coke or something, that's a that's a pretty uh, cheap way to, to make your life a lot better quality in the long run.
2: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah, Yeah. I want to, uh, uh, I tell people all, all the time, I, I may live to be a hundred. If I do, if I want to uh, say I live to be a hundred years old, I want to know that I did.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to just be kept alive. Yeah. <laughs> well, Phil, that's awesome. I, I'm, I'm so glad we had you on. If people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to get, uh, get your material, but then also to just learn from some of the things that you've written and, and produced out there?
2: Yeah. Well, uh, everything's on my website. Uh, it's CarsonNatural.com. Uh, there's links there to my blogs, to my podcast, to Feeling Good Fridays, uh, YouTube. Everything uh, is there. And uh, I have uh, some free documents there as well. Um, and, uh, you know, wh- one of the major issues in people's lives today, and I mentioned this, and uh, it was part of my own life for many, many years, uh, was the stress. Uh, and, uh, you know, stress is killing people. And mm-hmm. the stress is making people sick. So uh, if they go to the website, uh, I have a free document uh, that they can get there. It's uh, uh, seven tips for uh, stress relief. <clears throat> and um, it'll come up on uh, on the site whenever they go there. And they can uh, put the information there and get that free document, uh, seven tips for stress relief.
1: Well, I don't know so, if this uh, is one of the tips, but one you could add if you make another one, you can make number eight. Turn the TV off. Uh, hey. That's- <laughs> Quit worrying about what's going on in the world.
2: That's it. I, I, uh, you're absolutely right. I tell people that all the time. that One of the best stress relievers is to turn off the TV, especially the news. Turn off the news. Don't don't watch the news. Uh, uh, and if you watch the news, you're going to have stress.
1: Yep. There's other people paid to worry about that stuff. You don't have to. Let it go that's right well that's awesome phil thanks for being on the show today and uh we know that you're going into your uh, daughter's 21st birthday so tell her congratulations for us even though she doesn't know who we are but uh, i hope it's a great day and uh, we just really appreciate you coming on with us
2: oh i've I've, uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed it brandon and jerry i thank you all so much for uh, having me on the show today been awesome
0: awesome thank you if you like what you heard in this episode and you want to just learn more about dr phil check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash zero eight zero. there you'll find the links to his website links to his show and just some background about who he is so you can read a little bit more about his biography learn more about his book also share us with a friend a family member or that neighbor across the street maybe that person you want to tell about natural healing and natural healthy living but you're too scared to say it yourself let Dr. Phil do it through our show so forward us to that person you know And we'll be grateful for that. And your friend, that loved one, will be grateful as well. If you have not subscribed to our show yet, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. You'll find us there quite easily, I assure you. Just search for us, Beyond the Rut. And you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Just look us up, Beyond the Rut. Keeping this so simple, right? And we'd love to hear from you. So feel free to give us a call and leave a voicemail at 361-596-3788 or email us at info at beyondtherut.com. We love to catch you on the next episode, so see you there.